fucking Logan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and anyone who identifies as anything I haven't just covered, welcome to FLE. My name is Sid. And my pronouns are it, we. My guest for this episode is a returning guest. It is the one and only Sir Terrington Brownlee-Jones. He will be along momentarily. And uh, it was not, it's not a long episode, but... That's, that's all right, though. They don't all have to be fucking marathons. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Pretty sure that's the saying. But it was good. It was good to catch up. Um, we talk about a couple of couple of uh, burning topics. We, of course, cover the issues we're faced with in the modern world at this time, especially. Um, and it's just a just a casual chat. But it, um, 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 I've hit like four M's already. And we're not even fucking ten minutes into it. Not even five minutes into it. I'll maybe edit them out. Or not. I might not, not bother. I might just leave them in. Because fuck it, why not? Let me just preface this by saying... I have backed up any pseudo facts I announce or state with precisely no fucking research. So do not take anything I say as factual. Not that anyone does, or maybe they do, I don't fucking know. Think what you like. I'm not, this isn't an attempt to brainwash people. You are free thinkers, and you think as freely as you want to. If you're the kind of person that likes to be directed in all aspects of your life, go for that as well. It doesn't fucking matter. As long as you don't hurt anyone, do what you like. I think that's the main thing. Don't be an asshole, and don't do anything to purposely hurt other people. I don't think you can ask any more of yourself than that. I actually had a chat with the doctor today, the psychologist, and um, she was saying how a lot of people are driven by the need to have a project or something to accomplish or something to complete. And my counter to that was, but what if you're content? What if you're, wherever you are now, you are quite happy to have got to the middle and more than content with staying there. I think that should be all right too. Some people are no doubt ambitious and triers and want to succeed and push themselves and get better. And that's all fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that if you like. But I think as well, if you are in a place currently where you are happy, be it personally, professionally, romantically, then people who are going, oh, don't you want more? Don't you want better? Don't you want this, that, or the other? You should be allowed to say, no, fuck you, I'm quite happy. So there we go. For what it's worth, that's my two cents, ten cents, five P, nine bob bit, whatever. So. Had a visit from the stepdaughter and the step-granddaughter this week, which was nice. She's coming along leaps and bounds. She was a few weeks premature, so she was quite underweight, but she's making up for lost time. She must get that from me. 
but yet I fear this is another infant that's in my friends slash family circle where I'm not going to be allowed to teach them. Now, let me just say, teaching kids a foreign language should be good. It sh I think it, the younger you can teach them, the better, really. And um, I think that teaching kids at a young age a foreign language is very beneficial to their development. So what if the word I want to teach them is cojones? There's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's an anatomical part. It's Spanish, I think. Again, like I said previously, backed up. None of these air quotes facts with any sort of research, but I believe cojones is Spanish. And it was in an advert for a Disney movie, so fuck off. Schwanzlutscher is German for um, cocksucker, essentially. Oder Schwanzlutscherin, if it's a, a female. Not to assume a gender, but um, there we go. There's a thing, actually, because a lot of languages, especially in French and German, they mention the masculine and feminine when um, talking about things. Some things are masculine, some things are feminine. I believe chicken in German is feminine, and a dog is masculine. So it's die Henne or uh, das Hund, die or das or der. But this isn't a modern languages podcast. Maybe I could turn it into that. Brush up on my French and my German. Where la chat? Where is the cat? Good question. And I don't see why, as you may be very familiar with by now, vulgarity and, quote, rude words are part of my vocabulary and part of the vocabularies of many people. So why shouldn't you also be taught them in a foreign language? I think you should. That's just my point of view. Anyway, that's enough of that casual chit-chat fish. Let's go on to my guest. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people who identify as West Indian manatees, Terrington Baxter Smythe. Hello. Oh, you found it. I was just sending you the link. I just realised, and it's only done it with this this MacBook. These like are red. Okay. I've never done it before. I was looking at the screen. Why are they red? Are they low on charge? Are they new? Do you have any idea what you're doing? I have no idea. <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Until you, until you make it. That's it, yeah. Just wing it until something positive happens. How are you? Your um, sound deadening equipment up. Yep. Cushions, towels, <laughs> curtains. It's all up. Oh, How's tricks? Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. It is, yeah. I've, I feel like you should have got some Irish person on for this. Well, you are pretty ginger and beardy, so... Oh, I've, I've got to send you a picture uh, later. Is it a dick pic? Is it not another dick pic. dick pic? No, it's not another dick pic. <laughs> no, um, Slightly greyer uh... and a bit more shriveled. Are <laughs> <laughs> we we're getting straight into it? We're just going for it because because of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the other half sister's been at Cheltenham races today. Oh yeah. And sent a picture to her saying, "I thought Trevor was working today," and literally the bloke in the picture could be me. Really scary how how even down to like the flesh tunnels. That's your that's your doppelganger as some boy at fucking Cheltenham Festival. Yeah, I'll send it through to you. You look at it, you go fucking hell. Even I was like, no, it could have been me. No, no, I've been here all day. Well, that's the thing, you know. People say, oh, I saw someone that looks just like you, and you go, yeah, yeah, okay, great. But when you see the picture and are like, fuck me, that does look like me, then that's saying something. 
I remember there was a picture in my when my granny was still alive. There was a picture at the top of her stairs, which had um, it was a black and white photograph, and it had to assume genders for a second. It had four girls and a boy in the picture, and the boy I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" I don't remember that picture being taken. And she went, "Well, you wouldn't. That's your dad and his sisters from when they were like <laughs> fourteen or some shit." And it, I, I'm the spitting image of him, which is a good a good indicator of what I'm going to look like when I'm 60-odd. I might just is, is blow my pretty, brains out in my 50th. Is it pretty strong then, the whole... You don't you do not do offspring, you do clones. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I, I imagine it like when I'm 46, I'll just divide. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same in my family. My, my missus has said to me, she said, Shit, you look like your dad, and your dad looks like what your granddad looked like. So you can pretty much see what you're going to look like when you're 60. Mm. The only thing I feel sorry for is is the kid obviously having the same same cheeks as me. But she could be my clone. At least with, with stuff like that, you definitely know who the parents are. Yeah, it's definitely, when, definitely. When I mean, I'm not. Surprise, surprise, I'm not a fucking geneticist. On top of everything else, I'm not. I'm very rarely factually accurate, but I do find it curiously odd when, and I can think of examples, I'm not going to drop any names, but I can think of a couple, where um, people have kids, and as the kids get older, they look fuck all like either parent. Or grandparent, or bears very, very minimal resemblance to their own siblings. And I'm like, now, is that just this whole recessive gene thing, where it's somebody way, way back up the family tree that looked like that? Or has somebody been diddling about? You've done idea. There's a question. I mean, like, maybe it's denial. It's like when... Um, Joseph came back and Mary was like, oh, I've had a baby. And he was like, a fuck, a baby? Who's, what? Oh, well, it was probably God's, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. Because he just couldn't bear the humiliation of waiting around to get his fucking nuts off this woman who's clearly been sleeping about with all the fucking Bethlehem or whoever, wherever they live. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was a hard one to explain, I imagine. Yeah, totally. But that must be like, God, oh, no, they've, you know, they do look like you. What is in? They've got arms and legs, <laughs> and so do I. Fantastic. Got, got ten fingers, ten toes. It must be yours. Yeah, it must be. Oh, it's also got green eyes. Well, fucking hell, blow me down. That must be. That must be it. That's that's the clincher. Like. Yeah, I'll send you that picture for you. Go have a look at it. Oh, my phone's on uh, airplane mode and do not disturb to Is stop it? any interference. Uh, I'll get a look uh, at it later. Yeah, you look, you look at it later. You go, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for the delay, but um, you'll still get a hang of this whole parenting malarkey. Uh, how old's the wee one now? Eight and a half months. Eight and a half months. The last two and a half months, since you've turned six months, you just turned into a right little character. Is she working yet? No, should be. Yeah, lazy bugger. Yeah. I was going to say, mean, like, half past eight's a long shift for a six and a half month old. Yeah, but they get they have naps during the day, don't they? Oh, well, yeah, this is it, yeah. Part-time. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually a sneak in a 15-minute nap today. <laughs> It was quite good. Everyone was out of the house. So I was just like, ah, uh, lunchtime. I'll have a nap. Yeah. I don't I don't power nap anymore. I can't do it. I feel worse after a combat kit. Like, Isn't there supposed to be like a sweet spot where you, you don't quite hit a deep sleep? You just have a sort of, it's just enough to, like 20 minutes or so, I think. It's more like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. I remember reading something about that years ago yeah it was something like well but it was an odd number it was like 18 minutes or some shit is yeah that was about 18 minutes yeah. 18 minutes is optimal for a nap 18 minutes is barely optimal for a good shit never mind a nap 
<laughs> I mean, your shit lasts longer if you're going on bloody TikTok as well. I don't bother with TikTok. There's, oh, it's there's dangerous. Yeah, there's enough. I'm already being monitored by enough fucking foreign governments via social media. I don't need to add the bastard Chinese to it. Or, sorry, the Koreans. Oh, oh was, no, it is Chinese in it, TikTok, is it? Chinese, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was completely against it and sort of didn't, wasn't interested. And then I think I was bored on site one day and Shane, Shane was on it. And he sent me a couple of videos. I was like, well, let's have a look at it. Let's see what's going on. Uh, uh, some some funny bits on there. There's a lot of shit as well, but there are some some funny things. It's just amazing how it can grab your attention. Remember when vines like, were, Vine was a thing? Yeah. Those six-second videos. You know it's a trend, but it's, it's sort of... You're, because it was Instagram, then Vine came along to sort of say, oh, it's like Instagram, but little movies. And then Instagram had little movies and Vine disappeared. Mm-hmm. It's, I guess, kind of surprising that although lots of people sort of come and go from Facebook, it's really lasted the the social media test of time. And and, but I guess I suppose in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been around that long. I mean, that was what two thousand and eight or something, two thousand and seven. Yeah, because before be Facebook there. was that Bebo. You had MySpace. Yeah. Before before Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the two, wasn't it? It was. Well, Bebo was big in Scotland, and I think places in America as well had Bebo. And that was the two camps. You were either MySpace or Bebo. I used to enjoy MySpace, where you could put because obviously you could you could put little plugins on the actual page, mm. and you could put in like various music tracks as well. Mm. So you always you'd find some really really random music, and you put it on there. So when people came to your page, you're like here's some random music. <sighs> I really liked about it, and there was a. There's an add-on as well where you could, I had a fridge on my page where people could leave messages on them with magnetic letters. All right. Like virtual magnetic letters. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just lots of obscenities every time you logged in because someone had left your message. Yeah. Yep. Standard. We'll never grow out of that. You'll always, um, uh, you'll always fucking turn over a toolkit or something in the back of your truck and find a giant tipex comedy penis on the underneath of the box. <laughs> Can't be a comedy penis. No, absolutely not. But that, yeah, it's, um, I guess that's a whole thing with trends, isn't it? Fucking bell bottoms went out and came back in, and uh, fucking buzz cuts went out and came back, and popping your collar came in and went away. And it's the same with, I guess, uh, technology. Look at the computers, yeah. consoles, and shit. There will ever be a time where people sort of, I mean, I've already started sort of cutting down the amount of social media use, but do you reckon there'll be a time where people actually do turn around and say, nah, fuck that? I think it depends what you want to get out of it. Hmm. I think that certainly for air quotes exposing yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's how you get banned. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For exposing yourself in a certain way, yeah. But for reach, you know, people with businesses or whatever that want to hit a lot of people, if if you have your own website, you've still got to somehow try and direct traffic to that website by advertising or word of mouth or whatever. But with the social media platforms, that's made it a lot easier for businesses because the traffic's already there. The traffic's in one place. Rather than you hunting for the traffic, that it's all fucking there. Hmm. So, in that way, it's great, but also dangerous. Because what was that? Um, this is a factoid I've heard banded about on other podcasts that um, the top nineteen of the twenty Christian support groups in the U.S. on Facebook. I've been created by troll farms. 
So only one of them is a legit, like, started by, like, a Christian support group, and the rest are just people fucking trolling. <laughs> Trying to create create havoc in between other groups and stuff. Yeah. I about that. Yeah. But that, that's, that's where it's dangerous, because um, I'm a bit of a hypocrite for fucking stating it, but people don't fact check. They just... No, no, it's time. Everyone's was, was just too busy. Too busy. Yeah, click. I like that. That'll do. I'll join that. And then they just get themselves more and more irate by what they're seeing. Or they get brainwashed and don't even fucking realise it. Yeah, I've, I've noticed. Um, I still do get freaked out about the whole fact you'll be talking to somebody and then it pops up on your um, on, on social media at various times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what I find quite unnerving is uh, was a couple of years ago, I was up at a site up in the north of Scotland and um, I happened to pass by an area where I used to live growing up and I went in to see if my old neighbours were still there and they were. So I went in to see them and catch up and that and, you know, shot the shit about my mum and dad and what I'd been up to and where we'd lived and all the rest of it. And it turns out their son, who I used to hang about with when I was like very little, like four or five, he lives not far from here. So his mum gave me his phone number and I was like, perfect, I'll drop him a message. And I never did and I never did for a couple of months. It just sort of got put to the back of my mind and I forgot about it. And then one day on Facebook, people you may know, and his name cropped up. Now I hadn't search all that all that happened was his phone number was in my contacts on my phone and i hadn't seen him in 40 years never spoke to him in fucking 35 years never knew nothing about him where he went to school what he did for a job nothing had no contact with the family from when we moved away in fucking 1986 to a couple of years ago and all of a sudden Oh, do you know this person? Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> everything about you. You big brother fucking cunt. Now. Do you notice that he, he's close by? Look where he is. He shops at the same places as you now. Yeah, well, yeah. When I'm, I did eventually message him because I was like, look, fucking don't know if you remember me, whatever. But he did. And we have started chatting back and forth since. But I was going to say now, I'm not, um, and I understand when people usually preface a statement by saying, now I'm not, insert blank here, but, well, my, my preface for this is I'm not generally a conspiracy nut. I, I don't buy into fucking, uh, as, I, <laughs> as I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I don't believe in Bigfoot or his interdimensional dick. <laughs> I'm not, you know, Pizza Gate, all that shit, the moon landings, you know, whatever. That that thirst to know something that other people don't, that to feel so important as you know something that other people don't. I'm not into that shit. But I do believe it's very possible for social engineering in a technologically advanced society as you know social engineering's been a thing before to oh yeah disastrous effect and fucking we needn't go into that because i'm sure everyone's well aware of the circumstances which i'm talking about but in the modern age that doesn't need to be like a so-called cleansing that can just be a manipulation of um people's opinions you know fucking finding like-minded people and making them mass you know have a mass outrage towards something that's a manipulation in manipulating the way people behave and the way they think and what they do i'm not saying that is what's going on but people that are in power be it in a democracy or a socialist state or whatever, people that are in power usually want one thing, and that is to remain in power. And there are yeah. 
definitely unscrupulous people out there that, I mean, throughout fucking history and now, currently, there's somebody pretty unscrupulous <laughs> a, a bit east of here that's fucking being a naughty boy. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that there are people out there looking at ways to get control over populations of people without them even realizing it's going on. I do believe that that's possible. But I do not believe that Bigfoot can teleport his penis into the back passage of the Loch Ness Monster. Let me just make that clear. I feel like that that's an episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Bigfoot I, th- I think either monster scenario monster. could be an episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I don't, you know, it's like, um, you know, the Bourne movies. Yeah. And like those espionage films. And James Bond and stuff. Now, of course, the technology is rather fantastical and the explosions and putting a car on a loop-de-loop and a submarine car and that, you know, whatever. But espionage is a thing. There's people being caught and jailed for spying. There's people being executed for spying since fucking time immemorial. So what's not to say that, like, the NSA or MI5 or, you know, Mossad, whatever, aren't doing crafty, shady shit like that, allegedly, because I do not want to get taken out in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, like, the fact that most people, are, I mean, I know nothing about it, but the fact that obviously people can... Them what they know what you look at and all that lot and an algorithm can work things out. You know, some p- people are going to have to look and it wouldn't take them a lot, I don't think, Mm-mm. to sort of work out stuff about your life. No, maybe we should all become Amish and go back to the dark ages. Get a dunk in a cart. Yeah, I mean, that's only when only 30 people knew your business, but then everyone died at 28, so... <laughs> That's maybe not the best thing. We'd be thing. fucked, wouldn't we? We'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a fucking pillar of health now. I'd be all right. I'd survive. For sure. Through your electric taser dick. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just zapping motherfuckers left, right, and center. I was telling Beck about that. She was, that's that's the one of her favoriteest things ever, is the fact that we decided I've now got a taser dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember, you, I remember you telling her on the, on the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all documented. It is documented. Well, that's the thing. This thing is, um, as long as the internet exists and as long as there isn't a solar flare that fries all the electrical circuits, this is going to exist forever. You think eventually you could do the best bits on vinyl? <laughs> Maybe. Well, they're coming back in. I've got vinyl. Have you? Yeah. What have you got on vinyl? A bit of everything. Have you? Yeah. I, I, Latin I jazz. I've not got any jazz. <laughs> no, I've got some classical. That's on there that I liberated from my, I believe, my dad's record collection. Oh, really? Yeah, he had some stuff, so I stole that. Um, I stole the Fleetwood Mac Rumors album off my mum. I think I've got some Metallica on vinyl. Ghost BC as well. I bought as well a new album, but I bought the vinyl version of it. It's just a bit different. I think there's a, a definitely a hankering for some of the um, older. It's not maybe not the technology, but the experiences, because there's all, I know you get like vinyl snobs that are like, oh, but the sound is so much raw and uh, it's the imperfection makes it better and all this stuff. I don't know. No, I think what is it for you? Nostalgia. What is nostalgia? 
Yeah. I mean, granted, but I, I say when I started getting into music, it was tapes. But mm-hmm. there still was records around. But I remember being a kid and putting records on the record player. Mm. And it was the fact that if you've got an album, you have to listen to the whole album. It's hard to skip a track on a record. Well, this is true, yeah. But then if you've got it's a more, shit you, record, it's more of then... an experience. I never, we never had a record player growing up. It was always cassettes. I did have a record player at one point back in the late 90s, but I only had three albums. I had um, an old Billy Connolly LP. <laughs> um, and I had one that my grand, my granny and granda gave me, which was um, a Carpenter's LP. Um, which was shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I had a smaller Beatles one, but I think it was it was a it was a single one. It wasn't an album. I can't remember what one it was. But yeah, that's. I just was like, nah, these are shit. Fucking piss. It was all about mini discs for me. When mini discs came along, I was like, oh yeah, these are the fucking business. Well, we've been sorting the house out obviously to move so mm-hmm. I've obviously found a load of shit with obviously archived in various cupboards and hidden away for years yeah and we've found a load of mini discs yeah they were they were great i don't know why they never caught on they were fucking brilliant well it came out at a similar sort of time as, as mp3 players were sort of sort of getting traction when you had um an mp3 player the size of a fucking Scientific calculator that held five songs. <laughs> I, I remember, I think the first one I had was something like something stupid, like a hundred megabytes. And I think you could you could have about it might have been about twenty songs on there. The first one I had, the MP3 player. Yeah, that that wouldn't fit the first twenty minutes of this podcast. Exactly, it's it's, it's crazy how things have gone. I saw. I remember, like the first computers were like the size of rooms. Yeah, they were big French freezer-sized motherfuckers with like reel-to-reel cassettes and a team of people monitoring them and watching their temperature and all that jazz. And now you've got these fucking phones. That's the entire world of information and knowledge that we have access to. We can access on that fucking phone. There was, was it someone I saw the other day? They were talking about people. I think people that are born between something like 1980 and 1986 or something. Mm. They were saying that they're the only generation of people that have lit, have gone through, whilst growing up, they've gone through vinyl, uh, tapes, CDs, and then onto digital music. Mm-hmm. And movies have gone from VHS to laser discs, mm-hmm. to DVDs to Blu-ray, mm. and sort of the amount of technology shifts we've been through compared to say people that have been born. You know, well, that's it. I mean, they talk about the industrial revolution and the the giant leaps in industry and technology and design and manufacturer manufacturing. But like you say, the last, since the 70s, when the, the first computers sort of come into play, I think the, I heard somewhere that it was um, tra- the transistor, the advent of the transistor really was a leap in technology when they, when they were able to get rid of tubes and valves and fucking cathodes and whatever and they, they brought in transistors that really set shit off like on a tra- on a trajectory that's launched us into the new Isn't age of transistors got smaller and smaller and smaller yeah which obviously allowed you to do more switching obviously yeah goes from there and then when yeah when they went to like solid state devices that's increased reliability and the simplicity of the manufacturing process. It's no wonder, really, that since, you know, the 70s, the advancements are fucking mental. Now you've got AR, VR. There's, there's people hanging out in um, 
augment virtual reality rooms. As when this Neuralink comes online, whatever the fuck it is, and whenever the fuck it is, like the Matrix is a is an eventuality. Awesome. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to come down to it. there's people who get trapped in TikTok and Instagram and mobile games or games in general. And when the next advancement comes on where you can actually plug into the matrix and experience the knowledge of Kung Fu being downloaded directly into your brain, people are going to sign up for that shit. Yeah. And then there'll be the other people who are resistant to it and they want to carry on experiencing the outdoors and go for walks in the woods and, and the beach. And it'll be, that'll become an, an us and them thing as well. Oh, without a doubt. It's, it's, it's going to be, it'll be a massive shake-up. But again, like I said, everyone can, people can hack stuff. Well, would you, it'd it leave yourself wide open for it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because what was that film, that Johnny Mnemonic? Do you remember that film? Oh, the old Keanu Reeves. I'm a yeah. the 90s. Yeah, where um, they were couriers for data. They had like hard drives in their brains and they would courier sensitive or confidential information. And uh, it's been years since I've seen the film, but they tried to get the information out of him by hacking him or bypassing the security or some shit. I remember that. And then look at Total Recall, that whole thing about remapping memories and stuff. Well, they did, um, did you ever see that Netflix series? Was it called Altered Carbon? No, I didn't see it. But that, so the, yeah, from the consciousness of the guys brought back and put into the, the body of yeah, somebody was, to investigate a crime or some shit. It was basically everybody's like, consciousness is put in what they call a stack, which is like a thing that's just placed in, in between, sort of like in your neck, I think, somewhere like that. Mm. And then you can move it from body to body mm. if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So when you die, you just put your stack into a different body. I saw that. There was a film with, um, was it Ryan Reynolds and um, John Malkovich, maybe, where he he pays the service that can transfer one soul from an old dying man. And you can put the personality into another body. And it's, of course, it's a shady company that's like, oh, yeah, these bodies are ethically sourced. And spoiler alert, they're fucking not. I can't remember what that's called, but that was quite good. Where the um, he slowly starts to realize that the body he was given was obtained unethically. So then there's the, the conflict of uh, do you hand the body back to the rightful owner or do you you carry on with the the living forever thing. No, I think there's, an, there's another similar sort of thing as well. There's a uh, I'm trying to what it's been called. Something. So you ever asked him what you called upload? Hmm. Where if someone's close to dying, they get they can upload their consciousness to like the cloud. Yeah, yeah. That was on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I've seen that advertised. Yeah, it looks pretty good. But when it yeah, is, I've seen, uh, I've seen like the first couple of episodes, but that's about it. Yeah, because he he splits up with his widow or his girlfriend or whatever, and or that they lose their funding or something, so he ends up having to go down to the budget one, which is all like pay to play stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something like that. But I, f- I remember like the first couple of episodes. He's him and a friend of his have been working on like software to create this this whole uploaded cloud thing for people for free. Okay. And obviously he sort of nearly dies and then has to get, he gets uploaded himself. Mm. But I said, I need to watch more of it, to be honest. Mm. But it's fun in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty confident that I am now immortal, but I'm not sure that living forever would be a great thing. 
I'd say I am definitely a nosy bastard, so I would be curious to see what technologies are available in 50, 60, 100 years. Because there is some yeah. cool shit happening. And they can take it in so many different avenues as well. They can have it so like experiences are directly fed into your memory. So you feel like, or you remember being at the place or doing the thing without ever actually having to leave. There will be some people who just park on a couch for the rest of their days, just getting memories mainlined into their brains. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Because what's the difference between physically experiencing something and having the experience in your mind? Wasn't there a Black Mirror episode about it? It was the gaming one, wasn't it? I didn't watch it. There's, there's a, a game where basically they, you buy the game, but you sort of plug yourself into the game. So you're sat there with like a just a just a body on a on a um, sofa. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything that happens in the game you're experiencing yourself. Okay. So I mean, basically, that sort of thing. It's just your brain telling you it's happening, but technically, it isn't. Not physically. Yeah. So yeah, like the Matrix. If you die in the Matrix, you die in real life, as it were. It's like that whole thing that would say if you have a nightmare where you're falling, you you can't you can't die in a dream. You wake up before you hit the ground, hmm. or you wake up before like if you know you get shot or hit by a car or something. You wake up before the moment you die. I mean, even some people have dreams and they wake up and swear that what happened in the dream was real. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that thing where. Um, I don't know if it's ever happened to you where you wake up in the morning and the other half's quite frosty <laughs> and you go, the fuck? Are you all right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, fucking... that's happened a few times. You go, what's, what's, what's going on? I had a bad dream last night. Oh, what did you dream about? I dreamt that you cheated on me. Oh. And you feel compelled to apologize. And you're like, well, fucking hold on. Yeah. It was your dream. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, but 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 nothing. That was your. That's in your head, not mine. That's clearly yeah, playing yeah. up on your fucking subconscious mentalist. Oh, you were really horrible to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too fucking. Some really nasty stuff. Well, well, I apologize for the representation of me that your subconscious has. Uh, Fucking uh, imagined. A couple of weeks ago, she says to me, she says, I had a really bad dream last night. Says, what What happened? She says, I dreamt you left me. I was like, oh. well, I didn't. I'm still here. She went, no, no. It was in a shop and uh, there were some people and you went away through the people, through a, a rack of clothes and you shouted to me, come here and look at this. But I couldn't get through. And then when I did get through, I had to go around and I got there and you'd gone. So I started to panic. And I can't believe you left me. I'm like, I didn't. I fucking, what? I was in the rack of clothes <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I started to find Narnia, you daft bastard. Leave me alone. Yeah, if oh, somebody has a fucking dream where you've done something to them in that dream... How how you can be held responsible for that? I've absolutely fucking no idea. But you're right; though, you do feel compelled to apologise. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's just the um, the what's the word? The compromise. <laughs> you go right, okay. You can either be mad at me all morning for something that your brain did, or I can just take the fucking hit and apologize. Okay, I'm sorry that the, the dream me that you imagined <laughs> did that nasty thing. I I apologize. Well, I, can we, I know. Can we go back to breakfast now, please? For the love of fuck. Oh dear. But no, I I would be interested. The mind boggles when you think about the, all the different directions that technology could take us in the future. It, I mean, I 
I fully believe. I mean, like UFOs. The terminology of UFO is unidentified flying object. It doesn't necessarily mean fucking space aliens. There are plenty of real UFOs. So let's just clear right now. UFOs are a real thing. They do exist. There are things flying around that people cannot identify. By definition, that is an unidentified flying object. However, the universe as a whole is it's got to be statistically impossible for there not to be a fucking lump of rock out there somewhere with some arse-breathing, fucking silicon-based, slimy-crawling thing going about inventing chess, having no idea that it's already been invented somewhere else in the universe. Or if not there is, there, there had been, or there will be. Yeah. Definitely. We, we Star Wars fucking... in the galaxy far, far away. Well, there you a go. Long time ago, long time ago in a faraway galaxy. Yeah, well, there's your proof right there. And it was a long yeah. time ago, back in 1979. When Do- was it? Documentary. It was a documentary, oh. wasn't it? When was the first one? 74? 78, I think. 78. Is it? Whatever. I'm pure people listening if there are. You can fucking Google that. But I remember as well, there was a, sh- a program on years ago on Discovery called The Science of Star Trek. And it was technological advances that had been discovered or or put into action by people that had grown up watching Star Trek and now become scientists and thought, hmm, I wonder if there's a way to fucking do it. Because there was a few years ago, there was a story where someone had managed to take a single atom and transport it to a separate location by breaking it down and carrying it on photons. Now, I'm pretty clever, but I don't for one second assume that I fully understand how that works. But what I do know is an atom is a physical thing. It's a physical piece of matter. So if you can delete that in one area, and fucking transport it in another area, that's the precursor. Okay, there's one or two steps to go between now and then, but that is a precursor to taking a physical item, i.e. a human or whatever, and beaming them up or over or across or down or whatever. That's fucking mental. You know what else they developed though from that show? Walkie-talkies. No, the doors. They open up by themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And you've got, um, well, holodecks. And it's not quite holodeck, but you've got those uh, unilateral <laughs> conveyors now where you can have virtual reality. Tread, uh, what is it? A unidirectional <laughs> treadmill or something. It's like a dish, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a concave dish. Yeah. It's like concave, so... Is it lots of little balls or ball bearings or whatever it is? So Something like that. It. Yeah. But yeah. and and that's you know a fully immersive virtual reality experience. Maybe you can't interact act with it the same way, but with haptic feedback suits and shit, even that's gonna be a matter of time before you, you put on some sort of electroconductive gel all over your skin. And they stick you inside a fucking virtual reality machine where you get biffed by 18 people in a recreation of Debbie Does Dallas. If that's your bag, if that's what you're into. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, you can be part of a Viking raiding party if you want. And you'll be able to feel the impact of swords on the shields on your arms. I would like to be alive to see some of this shit. There's a place in, um, there's one in Nottingham. I think there's one in Sheffield as well. There's a place in France where the naked ladies dance. There is a place in France where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> Terence? Terence? He's back. 
What happened there? You're on mute, Chief. There we go. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. You just kind of mentioned Nottingham and then froze. Maybe the fucking... Whoever's um, monitoring this was like, Nottingham? No, 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 no. Bang out. No, no, no. It didn't happen Nottingham. Nothing happened there. No, Nottingham is Sheffield. I think I've seen it. I can't remember the name of the places. But basically, they do... It's like VR laser tag. But the the objects inside what you'd see in the VR helmet are made out of foam. So if you run into a wall, it's foam. You can climb over stuff. But obviously in your headset, it's set out. Yeah. Because they do that as well with like the zombie, like a, a scenario from like Resident Evil where you run around escaping zombies and stuff. And that yeah. shit's just fucking cool. Remember, well, I don't remember. I wasn't there, but you hear of like when Pong first came out, people lost their fucking minds. If you showed somebody who was around when Pong first came out, if you showed them Doom Eternal, they would shit their pants. They'd be like, "What? Can you zoom Doom Eternal on a in a VR on a one of those unilateral, unidirectional, transcontinental fucking?" treadmill things oh man they blow the mind i'm having a dad boner thinking about it i mean i mean you're a gamer to a certain extent aren't you yeah i have been not as much as you used to be probably yeah i still dabble do you find obviously the 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 latest consoles kind of the latest gaming pieces come out and you sort of play and go fucking hell these graphics are great and then you you always remember that every every console had the graphics were great but then when you go back to play the old ones you go fuck me this is shit yeah golden axe golden axe is yeah fucking dog shit i played that on the it was on the switch because you got the mega drive pack Mm mm-hmm download it and i've, I've had that for every console i've had was the sega mega drive classics sonic fucking altered beast uh avengers streets shinobi streets of rage 2 fucking golden axe golden axe 2 columns super thunder blade all those dog shit graphics streets of rage 2 is one of the best ones but I remember that, bear in mind it was the same console, I remember the leap from Streets of Rage to Streets of Rage 2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. It looks so real. Mm. So you go back and play an A, you're like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not. No. I remember even when the PlayStation first came out, like the first Tomb Raider games or the first Tekken game, when Tekken and like Tekken 2 came out, the leap between Tekken and Tekken 2 you're like, wow, he doesn't, they don't have square heads anymore. They're just sort of slightly rounded at the edges. And you go back and look at screenshots of that, and you're like, fuck me. I might as well have been a stick in a hoop. <laughs> I might as well have just launched marbles at the TV. It's fucking rubbish. <laughs> Remember oh, Pit Fighter? Oh, yeah. That was when they, they first tried to use video capture. Yeah, when they, they got actual people to, like, model the moves. And then tried to feed that in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. well, they did that with Mortal Kombat originally. And for whatever reason, Mortal Kombat just took off. But Pit Fighter was fucking shit. And Pit Fighter was shit, but Mortal Kombat had all the gore and the, the finishing moves. And it was yeah. obviously raised eyebrows, so it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, when it first came out, I think it was... Was it the first game to get an 18 rating? Something like that. I, re- I remember playing it in the arcade first. Mm. That those eight, that 18 rain, ratings have changed, haven't they? Well, every, I don't know, is it the fact that everyone gets so used to it and eventually sort of that has to be lessened? Becomes the norm. Yeah. Well, I remember... The first 18 rated film I saw was Robocop because my dad had it on video. And I think I first saw Robocop when I was like 12. And it was the best film I'd ever seen. And then Predator in them as well. Didn't they have to, I remember something about Robocop, didn't they have to bring the 
they cut some bits out to try and get it down to an 18 rating rather than an R rating. Oh, I don't know. What's the, what is an R rating? Is an R rating like one below porn? Oh, I don't know. And why was porn triple X? Was there an X? I don't know. Was it double yeah, it's, X it's rated? Checking check Google. <laughs> triple X rated? What's the difference? What is the difference? You fact check that. Mr. Terrington. Mama, look. Uh... <laughs> the first thing it comes up, you know, like when you check someone on Google, it gives you like, people also ask. Mm-hmm. Is Robocop suitable for a 10-year-old? <laughs> yes, I would argue yes. Why is Robocop rated PG-13? Is it really? Well, there you go. There's proof. That uh, no, someone's stands... edited the original Robocop, so it's a PG-13. Oh, right. Yeah, that's... I fucking They're allowed hate a single it use of one of the harshest sexually derived words. Um, no, there, there'll be some, some, some trivia behind it. I do remember watching once the censored version was on telly, and remember, um, have you seen Robocop? Yeah, yeah. I remember Bob Morton? He's the guy that is behind the project to build him, and you see him close up talking to him in his face, as like from his point of view. And there's oh, yeah, one vaguely, there's yeah. one bit where um he comes up to him and he goes points at him waves at him, he goes you're gonna be one bad motherfucker and then in the edited version it was dubbed over and it was so bad because he points at him and he goes you're gonna be one bad mother trucker <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking got the cleaning lady to come in and go right say trucker <laughs> yes. So check out his microphone. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I've, I've not seen I've not seen the original for a while. The I mean, last time I saw it, I was watching that series. The series on Netflix is like um, something about uh, some thing about um, the movies that made us or something. Mm. And Robocop was one of them. Mm, yeah, I yeah, because like Alien. Aliens and Robocop and I'm pretty sure Predator uh, Commando they were all like 18 rated yeah and then now you get like horror films like the remake uh, Candyman is like a fucking 12 or some shit well, then it's, it's some of that, I, I think we got used to it, other than some of it, the fact they try and make it a bit less gruesome. Or I think it's more we, we must be getting used to it. I think we, we are desensitized just because there's so much awful shit readily available for people to see, both in real life and in entertainment and films and that, that it's none of that stuff is much of a shock anymore. I mean, you look at some of the old horror movies, mm. right? And you, you kind of laugh at them now because yeah, some of them look yeah. like jam. Yeah, it's, it's, it look it looks fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, some of the old uh, Nightmare on Elm Street films, they're still good, but you know you can see the rubber glove and the fucking uh, the fake torso where you know there's ketchup coming out of it. You can see all that shit. For sure. I remember watching, was it The Evil Dead? You ever watched The Evil Dead trilogy? Yeah, with uh, Bruce. Yeah. What's his face? Uh, oh, fuck. I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, I know what you mean. Whatever. But yeah, they had, yeah. Was it Evil Dead 1 and 2, then The Army of Darkness. Yeah. I've also got around making the Army of Darkness with literally just comedy. Everything. Yeah. Jags and uh, jokes and catchphrases. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the first one was, uh, if I remember correctly, it was pretty, pretty scary. The first one, and then the second one was the second one where he fucking time travels. No, that's the third one. That's the Army of Darkness. Oh, is it? He goes back to medieval times. Yeah, fucking random. But I tell you, the one film because I used to watch a lot of horror films that quite enjoyed it. Um, and fuck's sake. Uh, um, um, the one film I did go and watch in the, the cinema when it first came out was the remake of House on Haunted Hill with uh, Famke Janssen and Jeffrey Rush and, uh, and fucking, what's her name that was in... Um, Beverly Hills 90210, whatever. But I remember watching that in the cinema and that really fucking freaked me out. That was good, that one. I've tried to find it since on various platforms and I can't I can't find it anywhere. I don't know if it's been lost, you know, when they lose the original film and they, they can't make any more copies or some shit. Yeah, well, another one. They just said lost in, lost in time. Yeah. But that was good. Same with that 13 Ghosts with that boy that plays Monk. Oh, yeah. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, that was quite good. That was good. Yeah. It was... I remember watching that being good, but then again, it's one of the films I watch and remember being good, but I haven't seen it for years. Mm. The Saw movies I enjoyed. But after Seven, I stopped watching them. Seven was a good film as well. Is it a house on the haunted hill? House on, house haunted, on haunted hill. hill. Yeah. You can watch on Prime Video. Yeah, but you have to pay for it. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm not that desperate to watch it. <laughs> IMDb rating of five point six out of ten. Well, that's uncalled for. I thought it was a good film. Have you ever seen it? Can't blame I have. I, I've never. I don't really watch too many horror movies because they give me the willies. Well, it's a remake of uh, uh, not Christopher Lee. Who was the other one? Oh shit! House on Haunted Hill. Vincent Price. That's the one. Vincent Price. Yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, you can read the the blurb if you want but basically it's it was an asylum where um the medical staff were evil bastards and did experiments on inmates and they ended up getting murdered and their spirits somehow get the ancestors of the original fucking nasty bastards to come back and uh, murder them in increasingly creative and shocking ways. It's fantastic. I'm not sure if it'll have aged well. So the original was 1959. Mm. The millionaire offers $10,000 to five people who agree to be locked in a large, spooky, rented house overnight with him and his wife. Yeah. In 1999, they offered a million dollars. Inflation. Yeah. Inflation's a bitch. Was that when the remake was? 1999? Yeah. 1999. And then it was followed by Return to House on Haunted Hill in 2007. Oh, I haven't seen that one. There's a sequel. Well, shit. I'm not sure how that... 4.5. Oh, well. 10. I'll maybe give that fucker a miss. Yeah. I don't know who does those ratings anyway. Waiting people that log onto the site, generally. Hmm. Yeah. I do like IMDb. Oh, do you? Yeah, I spent too much time on it. Looking for um, a movie. Like, little, um, what do they call them? Trailers. The word escapes to me. My brain's literally gone to mush. It <laughs> happens, I guess, when you 
when you're sleep deprived. <coughs> yeah. I mean that you should have slept for an extra three minutes at lunchtime. You'd have had your sufficient eighteen minute fucking nap. Yeah, that's it. They have a do a did you know section when it comes to the films. They give various trivia. They have got quotes and um, goofs and other credits and sort of you know bits and bobs like that. Well, shit. And I did not know that. Read them. They remember the most random ones, and they can be handy for quizzes once in a blue moon. Yeah, for sure. Totally. I did not know they did that. Well, there you have it. Mm. Learn something new every day. Absolutely. Now, look, if you want to uh, wrap it up there, we can fucking call it quits before you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's been a quick one. When we get moved, I'll, we'll have to do a longer one. Absolutely, no problem. But thank you for taking yeah. the time to, to come on and have a wee chat. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Have a bit of a ramble chat. Yeah, yeah. I'll um <laughs> I'll make sure and um arrange something for when you get moved. When is the big move? We're still waiting for a date. We've been told we've been told March, April. So we're coming to the end of March, we still haven't heard anything. So okay. I've got a feeling it's the end of end of April. Fingers crossed for April then. Yeah, the other half took a swing by the house earlier and then mm-hmm. there's like a garage door on there now and our kitchen's currently sat in the garage ready to go in. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, hopefully it'll be soon. Not too much longer then. And then you'll have the stress yeah. of moving house and then that's it. Yeah, I can Back relax in... a bit more space. We won't be climbing over each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be good. I have my own little bolt hole. I have my own little office. Yep. Like you have. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Living the dream with curtains and towels yeah. and cushions and everything. Never mind. Yeah, all good. All good. Fantastic. Well, listen, good. it was good to talk to you, mate. Thank you for and you did. coming I'll along, and uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Tatty, bye. Take it easy. Just did, mate. Bye-bye. Fucking... Like again.